0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Digital Dialogue. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Scott. Today we're wrapping up our WordPress training series, so we're joined by Colleen again. Hey guys. (laughs) So the focus of this episode is going to be on user profiles, updating plugins, and last minute tweaks to a WordPress website. So at Yelling Mule, we use the Admin Menu Editor Pro plugin to manage users' roles, For those who aren't familiar, plugins are PHP scripts that extend the functionality and enhance features of WordPress. Um, Now, this plugin has a number of really, really helpful features. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and one of those um, features is, you know, the most basic is giving certain um, permissions to certain roles. Uh, So for instance, like, let's just use the most highest level, and then let's use an editor. So the highest level will be usually administrator and then an editor will usually be like editing the website. Okay. Um, you have other roles you can specify, but we'll just use these two for right now. Um, and with this like user's permissions, you can hide certain things on the editor role since you're admin. So they have no need to really go into like plugins or you know settings or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You can just click this checkbox off for to hide it on their user role. And this will apply to all users who have this role assigned to them. Other things like that come with, you know, admin menu, editor pros, like you can choose menu icons. And like this plugin comes in over like 600 menu icons from Dash (laughs) icons. Yeah. It's it's not like its own icons. It's coming from Font Awesome and Dash icons. Okay. um, Which is nice because, for instance, Font Awesome is always updating their icon uh, sets. So that's always nice. Um, so you have those fresh icons you can use in the uh, left bar navigation when you're logged in. Um, you can upload your own though, like such as PNG or GIF icons in the media library, and just you know enter that in manually. And then you can also add these to sub menu items. Um, and as for like you know creating these new menu icons, you just need to you can add your links to the admin menu, and then you know make a custom menu that has the content embedded of a post or page in the WordPress admin. And you can create like non-clickable ones as well.
0: Nice. And I also know you too, just based off of like our WordPress experience um, through posting blogs to our website. You can also organize the menu so you can customize your own WordPress yeah. by moving your most used menu items to the top with like drag and drop, which mm-hmm. is really helpful so you're not hunting for things like way down on the menu. Mm-hmm. You can also move menu items from one submenu to another or the main menu. You can even customize the background with, like, text, icon, and highlight colors. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also apply your branding, which is really cool. Use the branding add-on to replace the default WordPress branding with your own. Customize your login page, update the color scheme, and replace the WordPress logo. With
1: yeah, your own. it's always nice to have that, like, branding aspect, especially if you want to create, like, a unique login page or mm-hmm. something to each client so they just don't see the normal, like, Logo, and it just feels like it's more custom to them. Um, but yeah, there's other things that come in with this plugin, and there's like other add-ons that come with this plugin. Caitlin just described the A M E branding add-on. There's another one called like the the toolbar editor, which lets you customize like the top admin bar when you're logged in. Um, pretty much, this is useful to like remove uh, that WordPress logo again that shows up in the top left and really kind of edit. Um, what other users can see again, um, for instance, like we'll just use the plugins because I used that as the previous example. It'll also show how many plugins need to be updated as like a little orange circle mm-hmm. um, that can also be removed for the editor role because again they don't really need to see that um, and you can also like you know drag and drop the order and you know add in new links, items, et etc. But yeah, um, you know, for the requirements for this plugin, as with any plugin, if you look into their documentation, they'll let you know the requirements you need for WordPress and PHP because nowadays, you know, both of those things are always evolving, always being updated. So for this plugin, you need WordPress 4.1 or greater. And for PHP, you need 5.2 or greater. I always suggest nowadays that right, you need PHP 7.2 mm-hmm. because that is becoming literally the default for PHP because the older versions are becoming more obsolete. Um, and WordPress recently updated, I think of 5.2 or three. I'm not, they've been doing a lot of updates recently so I'm not really sure which is the latest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. They're always evolving. Yeah. So now we're gonna transition to something that you do a lot of which is updating plugins it's important to make sure that everything is up to date on your site. So when you do update your plugins, be sure to do it in parts, not all at once. Yeah, I highly agree with that. Um, because like, let's say you have an e-commerce site, um, you have, you know, WooCommerce, or maybe some other e-commerce platform, um, or maybe you just have a bunch of plugins that you have on the plugins uh, site as well. Um, it's always good to, you know, Backup up before updating anything just on the off chance like something does not uh, work yeah. <laughs> <be the> worst. <laughs> it's always um I would say a little on edge for me because like you do look at like the plugin details mm-hmm. and see what they've updated but like when you update it and then something happens then you would have to like uh, go one by one deactivate and reactivate plugins and
0: hence the doing it in parts and not all at once yes
1: i would say the only time you would do it all at once if the um, website has very little plugins i would say at most like five or six you could do it at once if they're all basic plugins okay um but if they're like more complex then doing it in parts is recommended um but to continue on with that like updating process like after you have you know Done this process of like backing up and updating plugins and do it in a couple different parts. Um, you can just uh, kind of group these things with how uh, similar these plugins are. So, for instance, I mentioned WooCommerce. So, anything like WooCommerce related should be packed together. Um, there's another plugin that likes to be packed together, such as events calendar. Um, you have other ones that like the admin and. Uh, Menu Editor Pro. I usually update that with the toolbar and the branding add-on. Like it's always good to like group those that are similar, mm-hmm. if not like from the same company. So, um, but yeah, you know, you know, with plugin updates, there always comes a core update too, if that's applicable. If there's no core update, that's fantastic. Then you've done your part. After you updated all the plugins, you make another backup so you have the most updated. But there is, if there is a WordPress core update. It's kind of tedious, but you're going to need to make another backup before the core because that mm-hmm. is the whole website in itself.
0: Yeah, is that just the functionality? Mm-hmm. Is that all in the core? Yeah. yeah,
1: it's pretty much like the WordPress CMS itself. So okay. like, it's really just good practice to ensure that that has its own backup. So when you do this um, backup and then update the core, And, you know, again, something happens, you go back and then see what that issue is. It's always good, just a general rule of thumb, anything you update, back it up before you do it. So you can restore back to the previous version.
0: Very smart. Mm -hmm. So just to finish the series, you've been great, and I think we've all learned a lot. Are there any last-minute things that you need to know if you are to update a WordPress site?
1: Um, I'd say if you're going to update a WordPress site... Make sure you know a developer um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or someone who knows WordPress kind of in and out so they can kind of help you through the process if you as the main user of this site like doesn't know like what to do in these circumstances. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't hurt because they could also explain like what each of these do and like why you shouldn't use this or that for plugins. Um, and if you're working with an agency, you know, such as ours, like go with their maintenance package and... Oh
0: yeah, that's very helpful.
1: Yeah, because we do once a month plugin updates and Mm -hmm. usually that's all it needs, um, just to ensure that nothing happens with the site, but
0: really other than that, um... There's also little things too I think you don't think of, like, I know you mentioned too in the past, time zones, making sure you're on the correct (laughs) time zone. That is
1: also correct, so... Um, in, I believe we discussed this in the post uh, episode where you can schedule posts, Yes, if you don't have the correct time zone uh, selected, uh, it will post to that time zone. So the default for WordPress is UTC uh, plus zero. Um, so be sure to just select your time zone. Ours is New York, mm-hmm. um, even though we're in Boston, but that's just like the regional <laughs> yeah. um, time zone area. So then, when someone schedules that post, for like the most basic
0: example, it will post on that time on that day. So, awesome! Well, thank you so much. I think this has been very helpful. We loved having you on. Yeah, it was awesome.